If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the business of thinking big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. I wanted to share this with you because I have noticed that since coming out of the pandemic, a lot of my people are taking more downtime for themselves. And when they're taking that downtime, they are really able to just detach and unplug, which I think is great. I definitely can see some trends that some of us are moving a little slower than usual. Some of us are taking a little bit more downtime. I feel like we're making up for lost time. And I feel like for many of us, We are finally taking the downtime we deserve because we're coming out of a couple of very hectic, very challenging years where we had to be on all the time. Let me know if you're feeling me on this. Is that you? That you feel like you are finally just taking some time for yourself or your family and you felt like maybe before this or up until this, you didn't feel like that was possible. I will tell you that I I also felt something quite similar when my kids sort of entered the ages of like four and six. Up until that point, I was head down. My me and my partner Yoon, we were head down. We were changing diapers. We were, you know, dealing with tantrums, all the things that you deal with. And I felt like, you know, looking back on that time, I feel like that time went by very quickly. 
I don't have a lot of memories of my kids when they were very little or of the four of us, you know, doing wonderful things, going on vacations. And I think it's just because in those early years when you are parenting and running a business, everything is moving so fast and you've got a million balls in the air. Can you relate to this? For I don't know about you. I'm curious. But certainly for me, things started to slow down when my kids entered like school age years. So I would say about four and six when my kids are only one school year apart. So I had a kid in JK and SK at the same time. They're still only one year apart in school, but they're almost two years apart in real life. But those were the years where things just finally started to slow down. And I feel like I could finally catch my breath. And I felt like downtime was real downtime versus those days. I felt like downtime was still a lot of like changing diapers and dealing with tantrums and all those things. So I, I, I want to share, I want to kick this conversation off by saying that we all need breaks. And it's also normal to take those breaks and feel a little bit of guilt around that because we're so conditioned to not take breaks. We're so conditioned to need to be needed all the time that when we do unplug, it feels good. We can detach. Some of us are really great at just enjoying what we're doing, being present for ourselves or for our families and dialing back the business stuff. But then for a lot of us, we come back to it and there's a sense of overwhelm. Oh my God, I'm so behind. Or guilt. Oh my God, I shouldn't have taken all that time for me. Look what I'm dealing with now because I took so much time for me. And now I feel like I've really got to work so much harder to get back into it, to refocus now. Let me know if any of this is resonating for you. Can you relate to what I'm sharing? Right. And, and many of us, it is hard to take breaks. That's why I'm always here sharing with you the value of unplugging, the value of getting away from your screens, taking those micro breaks throughout the day, the CEO time, but then also taking those longer breaks. You know, I always say, even if you can only get away for two nights and you just go an hour away to a motel down the road, that is still better than not taking any breaks at all. Even a staycation, right? Staying home, but not working. And here's that's that's the tricky part, not working if you're taking a staycation, really unplugging from the business. I preach and teach this all the time. I can tell you that the more time away I take from my business, the more it grows, right? Because I come back refreshed. I come back ready to focus and ready to be the leader that my team needs, that my clients need. We all should be taking breaks. Because taking breaks makes us better at our business. It's counterintuitive because we think the harder I work in my business, the more successful I will be. But I am telling you that most of you are doing this so that you can feel successful now. And by not allowing yourself to take breaks, you are limiting your own self. And guilt does not help us. Again, it's natural to feel guilty when you step away from something. It's kind of like mom guilt right? When you spend more time working on your business than you want to be spending with your kids, we have this feeling of mom guilt come up, right? I am feeling guilty because I am feeling like I am not the mother I want to be. Well, we can also have that in our business. 
right? I am feeling guilty because I've taken too much time away and I am not giving my business the attention that it deserves, right? We might call that business guilt (laughs) or biz guilt. When we don't give our business the attention we want to be or we feel it deserves. So here are some strategies and some things that I want to remind you about refocusing, right? Allow yourself to take those breaks. And when you do, trust that you will be able to turn the focus back on when the time comes. That's a big part of it is just trusting in yourself as a leader, as a business owner, trusting that when the time is needed, you will come back to it and you will be more able to focus because you took those breaks. I think the more we condition ourselves, we watch our thoughts around this stuff, right? The more we pay attention to our language around it. If you're out there saying, oh my God, I took two weeks off, but you know what? I really shouldn't have taken that time away. What is that doing? What's that setting you up for? Our language and our thoughts around anything really do dictate how we will experience that thing, as you know. So when you come back to your business after a break, come back feeling empowered. Try to dial that guilt down and trust that the business will still be there. Your customers, your team, they will be fine. And the stuff that I'm about to share here with you is absolutely going to help. Okay. So here are some strategies for helping you refocus after a break. First thing I want you to do after any extended break, and I would say this goes for anything longer than say five business days, right? If you've taken five business days and maybe a weekend or two away from the business, then you will probably need to do a little work to refocus. This would be even more applicable for those of you that take multiple weeks or even a month or two off in the summer. I do know a lot of business owners that because they have kids, they almost completely shut off their business in the summer. And I applaud you. If that works for you, fantastic. That does not particularly work for me. I like up to about two, two and a half weeks of time away. And then after that, it does become a little bit more stressful. I am thinking about taking an extended trip with my kids next summer. It has not been determined yet, but I am still thinking about it. At the time of recording this, it has not been determined yet. But we are thinking about that and we need to think about what that will look like and how we will make that a seamless transition, how we will keep the business running if we do step away for up to a month. But that's not a conversation for today. That's a conversation for another day. So again, the longer time you take away from your business, the more energy and intention you might want to put into this refocusing process. And the first thing that I recommend that you do is revisit your five-year vision, right? I recommend looking at your five-year vision at least a couple times a year, because as business owners, as humans, as parents, our life is constantly evolving. So if you set a five-year vision and then you don't look at it for 12 months or 18 months, guess what? When you come back to that, you might think, oh my gosh, I don't want any of these things at all anymore. This is not the trajectory that I'm going on. Things have changed. So revisit your five-year vision after any significant length of time away from your business. You will be so glad you did. Because if you just start working again, 
hammering away, creating content, and you haven't taken that time and given yourself the gift of refocusing, right? Remembering and resetting. Where is it I'm going with this business? What is it I want to create? And who is it I want to be in five years? You do that first. Now you've set the coordinates. You've set the destination so the GPS can give you the directions. But without the destination, it's all just filler. We're all just spinning our wheels, aren't we? The concept of let's get you refocused on the bigger picture first before we start to hammer away at the nitty gritty details. Okay. And of course, if you're a Mamas and Co member, you can do this by revisiting our incredible Start Here course, our business foundations course in the members area. You all have a recording of this. You can revisit it anytime. And the very first module of that program is your vision, right? So that's a great guided resource that you have at your fingertips. If you are a Mamas & Co member, please do use that members area and please do use that Start Here course. It will absolutely arm you with what you need to reset that vision, to set the vision or to reset the vision. If you haven't done it in a while, I highly recommend that you do. Next, once you've reset that five-year vision and now you kind of, okay, I know where I'm going again, then what I want you to do is set some goals, right? You can't really focus unless you've determined what it is you are asking yourself to do, right? Again, I always use the example of if you were working in a day job with a boss, guaranteed that boss would have some objectives for you. You wouldn't just me- be meandering through space, right? When I was in a salesperson in a sales role, I had specific financial targets. I had to earn a certain amount in sales every single month. That was my focus. That was my primary focus as a salesperson. Now, as a business owner, I have different goals, but I still know that I have to be my own boss, right? Being your own boss is one of those terms that it it can feel really fun and liberating, but you also have to remember bosses have responsibilities and it's the boss's job to keep the team members on track. So when I say you got to be your own boss, I'm talking about you have to lead yourself. You have to create the clarity so you can understand what it is you want you and the other team members to accomplish. And when you do this, I encourage you to first think about a specific period of time. Okay, so I really like the period of 90 days because we can accomplish a lot in 90 days and we can create a lot of focus. That's why a lot of business owners will say, okay, Q1, my goals are this. Q2, my goals are this right? I love August because we're heading into the final four months of the year. I love this time of year because now you can look at, say, that September through December period and say, okay, this is a powerful four months of the year. For a lot of my business owners, this is the time of year where they make the most amount of money, right? Per season, that fall season is the most lucrative. So choose a finite period of time. Understand what window you are looking at for yourself. You can set one-year goals, but let me tell you, it is a lot harder to stay on top of goals that you have 365 days to achieve. You might fall off track. 
you might get distracted in that 365 days. So I like 90-day goals. It's why we set A players up like this. Our, our most successful group coaching program ever is set up in 90-day increments. You join and the very first thing you do is decide what you want to achieve in that 90-day finite window. And this is why this program is so successful. It's enough time to create progress, but it's not so much time that you're falling off track and you're getting lost and you're getting distracted and life happens, right? 90 days, very powerful window of time. And then once you've decided on that period, you can ask yourself this question, what do I want to accomplish in the 90 days that will show me I am on the path to that five-year vision. This is how we connect the dots. We don't just pick a five-year vision and then pick random 90-day goals. We get really clear on what goals would be so impactful and powerful that they would be indicative of our inevitable success, right? Again, they would say, yes, you are on that path. You have accomplished something that is on the journey towards that greater five-year vision. So we're taking the big vision, the big picture, and we're breaking it down into bite-size incremental chunks that we can tick off. Don't try to do everything in the next 90 days. Choose, my recommendation, choose two or three things that are the most important to you, that if you do those things, it will mean you are feeling successful. You are creating the momentum that you want to be creating. You are creating the revenue that you want to be creating. And when you do this, when you start to select your goals, I'm going to give you some tips that I share with my A players. Shout out to my A players, by the way, if you're listening. Thank you so much for being a part of that program. I love that. So many of our A players are still actively involved, always still soaking up the content, still getting those reminders of what we learn in those 90 days, right? It's a powerful process. And what I share with them is you want to balance your goals, right? Don't give yourself five monster goals that are each going to take up 10 hours a week of, of hours that you don't have. You want to balance bigger goals with some smaller goals. Maybe those smaller goals are the things that help you achieve the bigger goals, right? I'm going to accomplish these three micro goals on the way to this one macro goal. Those three things, if I do them, they're going to help me achieve the bigger goal, right? I want you to think about balancing personal goals with business goals because it's not all about the business. In fact, a lot of my A players will come into the program and they'll say things like, I'm here because I want to create more balance in my life, or I'm here because I want a more aligned schedule. I'm currently working 40 hours a week and I want to be working 20 hours a week, or I'm here because I want to cultivate more energy right? My business has left me feeling run down and I want to feel more healthful, more vibrant, more energetic. So balance those personal goals with the business goals. We're not in this game to just make millions and millions of dollars at all costs. We're in this because we want to live a better life and your goals absolutely need to reflect that. I can guarantee wherever you are in your business, there is something that you want to accomplish on the personal side as well. 
right? I don't care if your goal is to make a million dollars in the next year. What a great goal. But guess what? You will also probably be working on some stuff in your personal life as well that's going to make it that much more fulfilling when you reach the big business goals. Am I right? Okay. Getting back to our balancing of goals. I also encourage in A players that people balance their financial goals with their non-financial goals. So you might set a goal of generating $20,000 in your business in the next 90 days. High five if that is you. That is amazing. But then you want to balance it with those non-money-related milestones that, again, attach to the bigger picture. Something like, I want to start a podcast in the next 90 days. Amazing goal. That's also going to help you attract more customers, make more sales, grow the revenue, reach that 20K goal. Do you see how your milestone goals should in somehow support the revenue goals, right? It makes sense that the more you're doing in the business, you're launching courses, you're becoming a thought leader, you're creating more impact and that impact will also impact your revenue, right? So think about that as you create these goals that you can balance different types of goals together. And again, you can't focus on 17 goals and expect to accomplish all of them in 90 days, right? Some of those 17 might just not be goals. They might more be more like items for a to-do list. Does this make sense? Right? The, if you give yourself too many goals to focus on, guess what's going to happen? You're going to feel stressed out. You're not going to accomplish those goals. Then you're going to feel down on yourself. And then you're going to be back to square one. Whereas if you just chose the top two or three things that you want to accomplish in a 90-day window, you will get there. You are much more likely to succeed if you set yourself up for success. And giving yourself too many goals is really setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Now, once you have decided on the period of time that you're focusing on and you've chosen your two to three goals, again, I like two to three goals in a 90-day period, then you're going to support yourself to get these things done. First, you're going to time block. You're going to block off time every single week because remember, in a 90-day period, there's 13 weeks. That's not a lot of weeks. So you, my friend, are going to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success by blocking off time every single week to work on your goals. And I recommend a minimum of one to two blocks of time for one to two hours each block as a minimum, depending on the importance and the scope of your goal. Okay. Time blocking will help. Put it in your calendar. Don't just rely on your memory for these things. And when you block off that time and you go to sit down, protect that time. Eliminate distractions. Don't open your email. Don't have your phone handy. Don't start scrolling Instagram. Those are not getting you closer to your goals. They're taking you further away. So you got to block that time, but then you got to honor the time once it's been blocked and get rid of those distractions. That's how we refocus. I also find that visual reminders of your goals will help. For example, if you want, if you've set a goal of spending more quality time with your family and that becomes the most important thing, then what you might want to do is post a photo of your last epic family vacation. 
to remind yourself that this is what you're working towards, right? If you have a goal of hitting six figures in the next year, then perhaps you want to create a visual of that. I just met with a client last week who wrote herself a check for her own personal goal salary that she wants to make in 2023. I loved it. I thought it was genius. And she wrote down the number. She's not there yet, but she has it. She carries it around in her wallet and she looks at it regularly to remind herself of where she said she wants to be. So block off time, protect that time, give yourself those inspirational visuals, and then set yourself up for success by implementing some accountability. And you can do this with an accountability buddy. You can do this within your accountability groups. If you're a Mamas and Co member, maybe it's time to revisit the accountability group, get back on that. Or maybe it's time to visit a program like A Players, which provides a container to support you through the 90 days and to basically set you up for success for hitting your 90-day goals. That's what A-Players is all about. It's about helping you figure out where you want to be and then giving you the coaching, the guidance, the mindset coaching, the peer support, the feedback that's going to actually get you there. A lot of you are doing great without A-Players, but if you're honest with yourself, you're not holding yourself accountable you're not giving yourself the same supports, the same structures that you could be giving yourself, right? I'm just going to say a lot of you could be getting further faster by enrolling in something like A Players that is intended to help you achieve results, right? I love business. I love vision work. I love inspiration. All of that is great, but let's face it. We're here to create results, We're here because we want to get from where we are now to where we want to be. So hopefully today's conversation has helped you understand a little bit more about how you can refocus. Take those breaks, yes, but then after those breaks, create an environment where you can thrive. Give yourself the tools you need to refocus. And if that is signing up for a program or joining up with an accountability buddy, then great. Anything that you can do to reinforce your goals and to create those supports is valuable. And I encourage you now, right? For a lot of you, you might be kind of coming out of a bit of a slumber. You're coming out of a bit of a, you know, sleepier time, which is great that you had that break and allow yourself to take those breaks. If you haven't done that yet, do that now. If this is a season where you need to restore, give yourself permission to do that. But then when you do, trust that you will be able to refocus. And I think if you listen to this conversation again when needed, right, tune into this. I've given you the steps that you need to create that refocus to get you recentered and back on track. And that's really all I want for you. I want you to be able to set goals for yourself that feel empowering. I want you to achieve those goals. If earning a decent living through your own business, right, paying yourself, supporting your family, if that's important to you, then I want to give you every resource imaginable to help you do that. Okay, have a wonderful day, have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Business of Thinking Big. 
Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 